How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Looking forward to today's episode about delaying gratification. And if you're just tuning in, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. If you've been wondering when looking at my podcast title why this dude's been 19 for two and a half years, totally valid question. I'm actually 21 and a half now, but 19-Year-Old Shrink just has a much better ring to it than 21-Year-Old Shrink. So maybe even if I'm 37 years old down the line and I'm still doing this podcast, there'll be a slim chance of me changing the name because 19-year-old shrink just has a good ring to it. So if you were wondering that, I just always like to fill people in about that. But as mentioned, today is about delayed gratification. And some of the information that I have with me from this podcast comes from the Psychology Today article titled, The Benefits of Delayed Gratification. And one of the points that it makes in the article is the idea of always having two decisions to make in a given moment. One is the decision of steering clear of pain in the moment. And the other decision is to delay pleasure for a more long-lasting and fulfilling purpose. We run into these decisions all the time. We always want to satisfy our present selves. And why is that? It's because our present selves actually exist tangibly compared to our future selves. It's harder to come up with an idea of what our future self is like and the things that we'll crave. We have more of an idea of what the feeling of watching TV will do for ourselves right now than what the feeling of going for a run today, tomorrow, for months on end, will do for us a year from now. We've always heard about the study done with children to test, and maybe you haven't always heard about it, but just being a psychology major, I've always heard about it. But it's called the marshmallow test. So this is when children are presented with the choice. They can either have one marshmallow right now and satisfy that craving, or they can wait until the researcher came back and be given two marshmallows as a reward for waiting. This study was discussed a lot by James Clear. He's wrote the book Atomic Habits. It's a very, very insightful book. Highly recommend reading it. But as those children grew older, James Clear mentioned the researchers did follow-up studies and realized that the children that waited for that second marshmallow received better SAT scores, lower levels of substance abuse, lower likelihood of abuse, better social skills, and the list goes on. And you might think, there's no way that this can be true. But think about those tiny decisions that we make every single day. Choosing not to have that snack when it's right in front of us and choosing to do something instead. Those little things begin to add up because what you do in one place is what you do in every place. So if you begin to wire your brain to immediately grab that marshmallow, then we start to approach other things in our life like that, the bigger things. Or another one, gambling. You may be so hyper-focused on satisfying that craving in the present moment of having fun and feeling that rewarding dopamine hit of risk but you might completely disregard your future rewards or obligations. Having enough money to buy a house might not be as attractive to you when you're 20 years old because that could be another 10 to 12 years away. What might be more attractive to you is being able to win money now so that you can buy this new game that you wanted. And then all of a sudden, that feeling of dopamine hits you even if you're losing and your ego gets in the way. No, I have to win, otherwise I'm wrong. I have to walk away winning. And then you begin to spiral into that debt. That's when you're losing, you know, the $80, $160.
and you might not have that foresight into the benefits and gains of your future from resisting the potential present rewards. And as I've said a lot on this podcast, things compound over time. Every habit, decision, action, no matter how big or small, compounds and can become greater or worse. So if you keep making good decisions each and every day, those will compound over time positively. But if you keep making negative decisions over time, your life will begin to compound negatively as a result. That's why I can't stand when people are like, oh, you always hear about the compounding in your life. Why isn't that happening for me? Why am I not improving? It's because it works negatively too. You need to recognize and know that it swings both ways. And the more and more we can't make our future attractive to us and have the imagination to feel what our future rewards can be, the more we're going to choose that instant gratification. All of a sudden, losing 15 pounds over the next year loses out to eating that piece of cake. Or being sober and happy loses out to having a fun and crazy night with your friends that you can barely remember the next day. And all of a sudden, your next day is affected as a result because you are too hungover to commit to what you have for the next day. And those habits compound over time. Think about it. You go out twice a week with your friends, Friday and Saturday night, and you just get obliterated. (laughs) And then you're hungover the next two days. You're basically living only five days a week because you're going Monday to Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, you're just too hungover to even be effective in what you're doing. You're giving half of your effort. So you're practically only living five out of seven days every single week, compounded over time. You're missing two days a week, and that's going to add up. That's not to say don't go have a good time. We've all been in those situations, but just being mindful of that. But going back to this, so maybe you're someone that is choosing the immediate gratification and want to begin to change that. What can you do? And again, I'm not someone who always chooses the delayed gratification. I watch that extra episode or eat that slice of pizza or go out with my friends. But what helps me, and you might not like it, (laughs) is meditation. This is like every self-help, I feel like, solution to everything. And if you're not a meditator, you probably get sick of hearing this. But it helps. What it does in this sense of delaying gratification is you're able to slow yourself down. All of our days are go, go, go. And we constantly have to make decisions in the blink of an eye. When we have this crazy way of living going, we tend to let our guard down and begin to focus on just getting whatever it is done and not worrying about doing what's best for our future. We become obsessed with the deadline and we choose to focus on the urgent things instead of the important long-term things. But when we meditate, we're able to think. Thinking allows us to plan. It allows us to visualize and to grow our awareness and our ability to make more sound decisions. Now, you might not be thinking that much in the meditation, but afterwards, because you're allowing yourself to give your mind a break, you're able to have that thinking afterwards and that realization. But for someone who struggles with recognizing the potential rewards in our more distant future, that visualizing in meditation can help. We can begin to not only think of the things that we can generate in our life, but begin actually feeling them, feeling what it would be like to have that thing, 
that person or that experience in your life. We're bringing, let's say, five years in the future to this present moment. We're feeling what those feelings could be like in the future right now. We don't have the outside distractions that would make us focus on those urgent things. We have no deadlines. We have now shifted our attention to the future rewards. And once we do this, even if it's five to 10 minutes a day, you can begin to translate what you're doing in your meditation to what you're doing in real life. You're no longer practicing. You're playing in the real game. And because you've committed to this practice and doing it right, it will begin to translate into your life. Now, once you start to act in this way, what things can you do to help you build your self-confidence to the best of your ability? And you can disagree with what I'm saying at any point. I won't be hurt because certain things work for certain people. Like I can't just be saying, oh, this works for me. This works for everyone. That's not fair. Certain things work for certain people. But what I like to do is write down every time I say no to doing something that wouldn't be beneficial for me. We're always told to have gratitude and to give self-affirmations to yourself and say the good things we're doing. But I also think it's really helpful to give yourself affirmations for the things you don't do. It gives you physical proof that you're choosing to avoid the convenient and easy thing all the time. Because a lot of times, we don't take into account all the good things we're doing. We have a lack-oriented mindset where we focus on what we aren't doing well instead of what we're doing well. So by giving yourself tangible evidence, we're reminding ourselves and putting it in the bank of the good things you are doing. But overall, you just feel good when you delay gratification. It feels as though you earn something more, whether that be running early in the morning and doing the hard thing first so that the rest of the day is easy. Everything nowadays is about confidence, and this is such a huge part of it. And again, learning to delay gratification is something that I struggle with and so many others do as well. It's not easy. And it's sometimes tough to really see what the rewards of not doing something or doing something could be for us because the future isn't tangible for us yet. But being able to use meditation or something else that works for you can really help because it brings that present, that future moment into the present and it allows you to feel those future rewards. And then you can start to make decisions in the present moment according to your future desires and your future results that you want to attain. So now those things that you can't imagine, because you took that time out of your day to visualize them, you can. And you can begin to choose those things that are going to provide more long-term happiness for you. And then from there, you're able to start writing down what you are choosing not to do. And also being able to write down what you're choosing to do. Having a good mix of that allows you to see I'm saying no to certain things in my life and I'm not always saying yes to things and getting so wound up and having to do all these things in my life and overcomplicating things to the point where I'm not wearing the one hat in my life that I really want to be wearing. So being able to do this and being able to have that recognition and giving yourself those affirmations can allow you to not always focus on that immediate gratification in your life. So that's all I have for today. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19 year old shrink podcast. And my personal page is WJG 23. But I hope this helped. And if you have any questions, again, feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much, everybody. And hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.